Welcome to Alchemy Land, where we playfully explore creativity, healing, and consciousness. I'm Tage. Today on Alchemy Land, I'm joined by my good friend and colleague, Lacey Sanders, for further conversations about the Taurus Project. Hope you enjoy. Yeah, so we're back on the podcast, and um, I'm with Lacey again. Lacey and Tage are talking, and uh, Lacey, welcome back again. <laughs> um, thanks for being here. Yeah, it's great to be here. and It's fun that you're visiting me here in Utah, and we get to do it in person. Right, right. It's a nice format, and uh, yeah, it, it's always great when we can be together because it it elicits so many interesting things in our dialogue. And you know, we talk a lot about a lot of things in our lives uh, as friends, but then you know, as part of the Taurus project that we're creating, we're really starting from this foundation of what it's like to be in community. And I mean, of course, it started really with us on a both a working colleague relationship as healers and body workers and then as good friends over the years so that's been a huge part of our journey together and gone right into the taurus project and how we're creating community uh, through our friends and our colleagues and um i know we were just talking about this but it's worth going into the idea of community a little more because you know you've had a lot of thoughts recently about it and uh I want you to just share a little bit about what it's like for you to think about building community and um, how is it for you? Like what happens when you think about community and what does a community mean for you? Yeah, it's a really challenging for me. Yeah. And I've noticed a lot of um, my tendencies from my wounds coming up and, um, wanting to be independent and solo and because of my situation from my childhood yeah. and my family of origin, the family system was the only way I could survive it was I was, well, I was made the scapegoat. Yeah. And so I took that role on. Mm -hmm. And then as we, we talked, we've talked about how we create our own realities. Yeah. And my realization was I had been recreating this family system through my groups of friends. Yeah. Once I really started working on myself and make, wanting to make changes. Right. And it started with me leaving an abusive relationship several years ago. And then I had to, I started with the personal work with all the meditation and practices I was doing. I started to wake up to see that I had these patterns that permeated my friend community mm -hmm. also. Mm -hmm. And honestly, as I've changed and worked on myself, I've really had to let go of a lot of uh, those people, yeah. not everybody. And then that's the gift too, is to see, oh, those relationships weren't like that, like our friendship. Yeah. And... So that's been my process. And, you know, another part, 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 challenging part of it as new people have come in, I have been like, oh, I'm back in the pattern again. Here we go. Mm -hmm. And I've had to let it go and let it go and let it go. And it's really scary. And it, so it just comes up for me that I'm better off by myself. I have to do it alone. And mm -hmm. that's not what I want anymore. It's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I've been navigating. And it's just triggered a lot of fear for me. And 
but then also knowing and being able to discern, oh yes, those relationships aren't like that. And those have been and many blessings to those people on their path, but it's not serving me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so important that you were able to recognize that. I mean, you brought this up the other night or maybe it was last night we were talking and, you know, just that you could say that to me, um, you know, it's not all rosy to think about community. It's not all like, because, I mean, you know, we talk in sometimes really great terms, like it's going to be beautiful and all these people are going to come in and we're going to do great things together, which we have hopes for. But, mm -hmm. you know, community can be challenging and it can definitely push us um, to those edges where it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel the same way sometimes, you know, especially when I'm in a, a group setting, you know, like in a workshop or a class and, um maybe it's not always easy because you know i'm like uh feeling oh well uh this is uncomfortable right now maybe i could just be better off leaving you know maybe i could run away you know that's the feeling <laughs> <laughs> and i mean honestly it's sometimes it's good to just say that in one of those classes uh, you just kind of say hey who here feels like leaving <laughs> <laughs> almost everybody raises their hand uh -huh. that moment because yeah. Yeah, we all feel that way because it's intense. And mm -hmm. uh, we, we were talking about this at, like a pressure cooker, you know, like it, it feels like it's intensified because you're in this container together as a group and there's more energy, there's more, um, more minds focusing on their development. So mm -hmm. things move faster, stuff comes up to release and, you know, that can feel edgy and scary sometimes, mm -hmm. uh, even if you want it. And even if you want to feel, you want to feel better, of course, but even mm -hmm. if you feel like, ah, oh, you know, I, I know this is good, but I don't like it. So, I mean, those mm -hmm. are the things that come up for me when I think about um, being in community. And yet, you know, I also have the excitement about it because I feel like, oh, I'm going to have fun with people mm -hmm. and we're going to learn from each other. And so, you know, there's going to be like a lot of great stuff that comes mm -hmm. from being in community and um, maybe also feeling supported more because similarly i've often been alone or felt like oh i'm just gonna do things myself and yet it's hard because you got to work really hard to keep it all going yeah it's really nice when you have a friend to jump in and help wash the dishes or walk the dog or all the, <laughs> the little daily things it's really nice to have each other to help each other out yeah and what you're talking about that feeling of wanting to run away when you feel vulnerable or triggered or and only like seeing a group as safe if you don't feel triggered uh is actually it's like a fallacy mm -hmm. because a place what i've learned or i've had to learn as an adult is a place or a person a group friend is safe when you can be vulnerable right when you can get triggered right and Let's say you uh, you have disagreement with someone, but then if you guys can both look to each other and say, hey, I'm sorry, what can I do? And you both can take responsibility and own your part of it, then it's so much more healing. And then you that's when you find out you're safe. Right. Because just sticking with places that feel quote unquote safe because you don't get triggered isn't, it keeps you living a very shallow, life and you don't get to have the richness and depth with people yeah. as when you can truly be all of your the messy parts of yourself 
and all of the wonderful parts of yourself and just be loved for all of them. Yeah, that's right. That's where it, the, the feeling of love comes in. And, you know, sometimes we, we have this idea that love should just be like, oh, everything's just great. And, but actually love is tested in these moments when it's like, well, can I be with you and still, you know, I can be centered in myself and and i can be uncomfortable with the feelings um but also i can respect you you know like to me that's a huge part of love i can respect your process and what's going on and i can also feel like we have clarity in the communication and we find a way to work through it um and i know you and i've been through some of that too and even just this week we were talking yeah. a lot and you know a couple things came up and we we talked about it and we worked through it and it, it worked even better because we're stronger now as mm -hmm. uh, as friends yes and then that just serves me with all of my relationships right to work it out with one person to have that and also honestly too this is helping me develop better discernment mm -hmm. about what is serves me and what doesn't and what kind of relationships i want in my life so. right I love that's really that. important yeah absolutely i mean i think the other thing that i keep thinking about is um how much more creative you can be in relationship to other people and you know it's easy to think um well i mean of course we are you know we're all learning from each other we get inspiration from different things that we do mm -hmm. and you know um but to really collaborate isn't always the easiest thing because then you have to you have to give and take you have to listen you have to be open mm -hmm. um you have to find what would work for the group i mean to me it's like a group mind you know you kind of start creating something as like a unit and um in that process you as an individual and sometimes it's just the ego wanting to shout out like hey what about me and what about my <laughs> ideas and, and i'm important i'm uh -huh. important you know but and which is true yeah but at the same time how can it work as a group and that's mm -hmm. always an easy process so yeah it, cooperation yeah. i yeah. think there were several sesame street skits about learning how to cooperate when we were kids right <laughs> probably <laughs> seemed like a common theme <laughs> there's a reason <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah and i think that's kind of like at the the heart of you know to use the word heart makes me feel like again we're talking about the vibration of love because at the heart of it that's the level that we want to be connecting with mm -hmm. and when we're in that field or that energy field and vibratory state of love then you can cooperate mm -hmm. and it's it's possible to have all this stuff come up as we were talking about all the fears and anxieties and mm -hmm. the uncertainties and doubts and yet you feel that there's a sustaining vibration of love and you can keep going toward that mm -hmm. and then you can work all the other stuff out because yeah. There's love. And the love is always healing. And ultimately that's what we're all seeking is love. Yeah. And it, yeah, it, it's on the inside. It comes from the inside and of course with self-love. Mm -hmm. But it, my experience is having experienced it from the outside. It helps me feel it on the inside. So right. It's like a mirroring thing. And that's our goal is to create the type of community where people can really be vulnerable really be safe not just feel safe but really be safe so they can feel that feeling of being loved no matter what they look like in that moment and find 
tap into that feeling of loving themselves for that also. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we've all turned on the television and society says we should look like this or be like that. And so it's something, you know, we all went to high school. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so good. I'm glad we're talking about this because I always feel as though uh, I want to, you know, I want to bring out the best in our community and in really in society and in the whole world and you know if you keep thinking about it like in terms of what you're saying um how can we find all of these places to harmonize you know i love that word too because you know i mean it's not just like a, it's not a platitude it's not saying oh peace and harmony peace and harmony i mean it sounds good mm -hmm. but then this is the work that we're talking about doing mm -hmm. that brings us toward that harmony mm -hmm. so that you're different than me but i respect you and I love you for who you are. And sometimes it's difficult and things come up, but you know what? It's worth it because we're stronger and then we can create more and then we can feel more love and then everything gets better and expands further. Yeah. Believe it or not, Tage is a cat person and I'm a dog person, but we get along great and really love each other. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Just in a funny way to put it. But yes, it's because of the depth, right? It's, yeah. We're not just like sitting on the surface. Right. Maintaining, wearing our masks, making sure everything's okay. We're stripping it off and we're getting into the depths, into the muck and the mire. And that's, to me, where the richness is. And if you think of the earth, if you think of the mud, you know, that is where the richness is. Mm -hmm. That's where the minerals are. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the nourishing part of the earth. Mm -hmm. Right. And you got to get into the muck and the mire if you want richness and depth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's that story or metaphor you hear in Eastern philosophy that the lotus comes out of the mud and it's such a perfect symbol for that, un mm -hmm. that unfolding of the soul or the flowering of spirit mm -hmm. and the love and the bliss that's within you already because mm -hmm. it's, it's in the mud. It's in that, that muckiness and uh, it's pure. It, we mm -hmm. just have to cultivate it and be willing to go deep down into all that stuff so it can grow. Yeah. And we all have it. Yeah. None of us are exempt. Yeah. You know, and I think what happens a lot in communities, and we've talked about this because of the cult thing, right? is that there's this idea that there's this person that doesn't have it. Mm -hmm. And this person is going to help you not have it, mm -hmm. not have the dirt, not have the darkness, the mud, whatever. But we all have it. And it's when we can really own it and really look at it. It's actually when it can feed us and nurture us and how like the lotus flower, we can rise above it. Yeah. You know, when you were talking before about those fears that come up because of your family system and your family of origin and the way it's played out in your friends and uh, other groups. I was thinking to share that, um, you know, for me, I have often been a people pleaser and a feel, and I know a lot of people that end up in the healing arts go through this too. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody could go through it and probably relate to it on some level, but you know, mm -hmm. some more than others. And you know, for me, often I don't always feel like I want to express my feelings 
because I just want you to feel good. You know, I just want mm-hmm. others to feel, as we said, safe or comfortable or mm-hmm. not triggered by me. You know,、mm-hmm. and then the more I worked through that and realized, like, well, I actually do have to express my feelings. I have to express my <laughs> true feelings、uh-huh. in a in an appropriate way, in a way that can be received. And you don't just like you know open the floodgates and dump on somebody, but you know like in our friendship,、um, we've learned you know we can ask, hey, can I talk about something, you know, or can I, you know, share with you this thing that's、mm-hmm. bothering me, or you know, then it feels real. It feels、mm-hmm. like there's space for it, and I'm not taking care of your mm-hmm. feelings, mm-hmm. and that makes it much stronger. And so I'm just saying that because.、Yeah. You know, that's the place that we're talking about. We want、mm-hmm. to build community from. Yes, in my experience, when that happens,、um, like with you, or I've had some friends where I realize, oh, I am really safe with these people because we can have these really hard things happen, and we come out on the side closer with more love、mm-hmm. because then that gives me the opportunity to reflect and take responsibility for my part and own it, and realize, oh, this person. Still loves me, and they're talking to me about this because they care about our friendship and our relationship, and so they're working to maintain it so it can be healthy. And I can see that, and so then I can reflect, and then I can take responsibility for my part, and then we can work it out together. Right. And it's not even pretty. Like even when we've had things like, oh, there's just little speed bumps down the road. You know,、mm-hmm. we're gonna hit them. But we both know what's going on, and we can remind each other because we've been open and vulnerable. One of us doesn't have a hidden agenda; isn't hiding anything,、mm-hmm. and that's how I realized, like, oh, I am safe. This is what safety looks like. Yeah, and it's scary and it's painful, but that's where the love comes from. Yeah. Of the, is the authenticity? Yeah, it's the authenticity.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then then it just gets stronger, and you build on that, and then more and more, it's like, oh, I I know deep down, I'm safe enough to say this、mm-hmm. and to feel it and to trust it,、mm-hmm. and that's a great thing too, isn't it? Like the trust builds,、mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, yeah, it's fine. You know, I、mm-hmm. can go through this with this other person, and、yeah. hopefully, <laughs> the community. <laughs> yeah, and. I think that just practicing it ourselves and what we've gotten so much from it—that's the inspiration for us wanting to help other people too. Yeah, because yeah. I really see my life has changed by facing these things. Yeah, and things are different, even though my mind doesn't always trust it. But I know not to always trust my mind,、uh-huh. but my heart knows. Yeah, because I feel it. Yeah. So even when the so then that's how I can tell. Oh, that's just a fear from my childhood,、mm-hmm. because yeah, I've seen myself like wanting to withdraw from the project and just I have my business. I worked really hard, and I just could feel these things coming up for me and seeing like, oh, this is real,、mm-hmm. and oh, those that's my stuff.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I know the difference. Yeah, but if you never know the difference, then I think you kind of get stuck. Yeah. So we want to provide something different for people. Yeah, I liked how you said earlier, you know, about the idea of being perfect or, or presenting an image of being a certain way in、mm-hmm. a community. I mean, and that's a real trap because you know, 
especially in like a spiritual community or any community that's about consciousness and mm -hmm. evolution, you know, we want to be our best selves ultimately. And, um, you know, there's the feeling of like, oh, if I really said what I'm feeling here, would I be accepted? Mm -hmm. Would I be the scapegoat? Like you were saying, mm -hmm. um, and I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to put on this mask of everything's great and beautiful and everything's loving and kind. And that's nice. But if it's not truthful and it's not coming from a real place, then it's actually not serving anybody in the mm -hmm. community. So that's another thing. And not to say that we just want people like unleashing on each other. That's no, not the no, thing. No, not at all. But the that as we're talking about, we you find the parameters that are workable. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, then if it's real, you do come to those places where things are peaceful and harmonious mm -hmm. and expressing love and, and joy at a high level. Mm -hmm. And then we have that feeling and we build on it further and further so that when those rocky moments comes up, mm -hmm. you can work with it and you can be okay with it. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to hide behind a mask of, of just being perfect. Yeah, that's not real. Yeah. I, don't, I just keep hearing truth. Mm -hmm. We just want truth. We want a place where truth can permeate. Mm. And we want to create that type of a container energy um, a place where truth can exist. And it feels really important to me now because more and more in this world, everybody knows that it's getting harder and harder to know what's real and what's not real. And, but I know I can feel it in my body more now. Yeah. I'm more tuned into it because I have experienced it more now. Yeah. Because truth is really not pretty usually. <laughs> also it can be right you know um just for instance the fact right now in my life is i have a rash on my face uh -huh. and that's the truth and i'm not wearing makeup on it because that would make it worse but also the truth is when i smile i'm still pretty like so yeah. whatever's going on that's both of those things are existing and it's truth yeah and i'm it's just a fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like something that's not so pretty also exists with something beautiful at simultaneously. Right. And I just wanted that space because like we all know about AI happening and you get on the internet and people have their airbrush photos and I've done the online dating and I have had the experience of someone being like, are you for real? Is this even real? And it didn't even occur to me at that point that it wasn't that that any of the profiles I looked at hadn't been. And I was like, oh my God, he's right. There, you know, so I just, yeah. the, the idea of getting truth out there in the world right now, mm. I guess that's my point. Yeah. Is because the internet, a lot of people are existing community this way. Sure, sure. And it's, yeah, I think I just have seen that come up with people a lot. So that was coming in for me. Yeah, it's a good thought. And uh, I mean, it's interesting because we've been talking a little bit more about, um, you know, having both, you know, the in-person work where we have community that really meets and gets mm -hmm. into the rooms together, you know, for classes and workshops and retreats and ongoing things and events and social things. And yet, you know, with the way the world is, I want there to be online community too. And I want mm -hmm. there to be a way to connect worldwide. So it's a good thought to bring up right now as we're mm -hmm. in this formation stage, because how can you try to be authentic and mm -hmm. truthful even in this online forum, in this way of connecting. 
I think think it's possible, and it's just um, again like you know you can feel it, like you said. I really love mm-hmm. that because I know I've been on um, different platforms and talking with people, and you know when I feel it, then I know it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And sure, it's it's always harder to trust because you know when you're in person with somebody, it's much different. Mm-hmm. But still, there's a level where you can feel it. And anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, it's like the social media thing. And I sometimes it just makes me really sad when I'll see on social media people I know that are actually really struggling in their lives. And like maybe their marriage isn't good and their kids are having a hard time, but they're just posting all these pictures making everything look so perfect. And it makes me sad because I'm like, I know they actually just are looking for help. Mm-hmm. Like they want to be happy. But there's this idea that if you present that everything's fine, then it really is. And that just makes me feel sad for people that Mm -hmm. they don't feel safe saying, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm having a hard time or having a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, hopefully people have certain other people in their lives that they can do that with Mm -hmm. and they may not. But um, irrespective of that, I feel as though I want to create places and mm-hmm. events where we can do that yeah. and and hopefully you know it'll just kind of build like that because um you know like you were saying when you're at your most vulnerable that's when you really need the most support and love mm-hmm. and acceptance and yeah. and then you know then it makes the good times even better because you're it's built on that mm-hmm. so um yeah that's ideal and yeah. i think we can do that though yeah and i just think by being authentic ourselves then we can create a space so other people can be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i that's just had the goal yeah it is the goal yeah <laughs> that's can, the goal <laughs> yeah i love that um i i was just jumping off a little bit in my thoughts i'm sorry to cut you off um actually do you mind saying that last part one more time what that's the goal yeah just to cre- create that space where people can feel safe to be authentic yeah, so to create the space where people can feel safe to be authentic. authentic. Yeah, and that's the goal, right? That means we might not do it right every time. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to try. <laughs> and that's the intention coming from the heart space. It's beautiful. Well, interestingly, um, this is kind of a larger conversation that we'll probably just keep coming back to as like a theme. But, you know... Um, we have this idea of four main ideas in our project or four pillars. Sometimes we say kind of like the, the bedrock and the, 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 the uh, underlying architecture, if you will, of the Taurus project. And uh, we talked about community today, but we also have the idea of healing, um, creativity and consciousness. And, you know, the interesting thing is we touched on all of those things mm-hmm. today to some extent, and particularly healing. And I love the idea that um, this idea of community and healing Mm -hmm. keep going back and forth. And to me, all these things are cyclical. It's like they just create the next step in Mm -hmm. a healing process, in community, in consciousness, Mm -hmm. in a creative way. And it just kind of goes in circles and uh, feeds on itself. And I think that's, again, like why our symbol of the Taurus is not just a symbol like an abstract idea but it's a real thing it it opens it mm-hmm. um it's creative in an expanding way and then and then it contracts and moves back into itself to recreate 
itself again over and over again. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the thoughts I have uh, and just wanted to like, you know, blurt yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, and it's all interconnected. One thing can't exist without the other. Right. So right. Right. It's important. It is. And I love the I love that as the creative process. I mean, that's to me is what makes it exciting because when we think about um, healing or, you know, creating community, it's more than just like a basic recipe for cooking something or to, um, you know, have a roadmap for a destination. It's, it's like you actually have to find out what's needed in the moment and then create it. That's what you were talking about with creating your life, mm -hmm, isn't mm -hmm. it? Right? Yeah. And I've had transition. I'll just share a little bit of my personal experience. Sure. Just as I saw, okay, I, I have, I was in this pattern from my family with this old community and I've had to test the waters and I've gone back into the patterns. Yeah. But guess what? I saw them <laughs> and got myself out of them. So it really is a practice life is and it things take time. And just because you see something doesn't mean it's magically going to get better. It's going to take work and it's going to take support. And but seeing the things being more conscious because we're talking about consciousness because that's the goal is for us to become more conscious so we can create different things. Mm -hmm. And that's the point of the consciousness piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's so good to say. And, uh, you know, another thing that I thought of just now when you were saying we have to work on it. And as we go on, you and I have started to talk about this a little more like, I wonder if there's a moment where we can shift from work to play mm -hmm. and to have fun with these things that we're quote unquote working with mm -hmm, or on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And to me, that's another big piece of the puzzle. It's as if to say, it doesn't always have to be work or it's mm -hmm. creative because it's creative. It's, it's play also, it's playful. And, um, and even when things get hard too, what are the ways that we can be creative so that it lightens it and it creates a different approach and not to say you can always do that and sometimes it is hard work for <laughs> yeah, sure yeah we don't want to escape that <laughs> no but but then you know uh -huh. like things that we're we're trying to create you know um a, as an organization um mm -hmm. when it starts to feel like oh yeah this is a lot of work and i have to reframe it for mm -hmm. myself sometimes like well how could it be playful <laughs> I just had an analogy or an idea. Great. I just thought of um, Luke Skywalker in uh -huh. Star Wars, right? And he's, I don't remember the name of the planet, but he's with Yoda and it's so much work. Dagobah. Dagobah, I'm, I'm of course. Nerd. Good, we good. See, we're nerds here. We have all the elements. So it's like a lot of work for him to uh -huh. learn to use the force and he wants to give up and he wants to give up. But then once he harnesses and he starts to understand and he feels it, it becomes playful. Right. We are not, these are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> so it can, it can transform. And I do think that having the community and the support can help that too, because it can lighten the load. Exactly. Right. Having, yeah, you can, yeah, you can, I can do it all by myself. I can just keep doing it all by myself, but it's a lot more work. Yeah. And then making dinner with a friend and doing the dishes, all of a sudden it can become more playful and fun. So the community aspect can contribute to the low lightning and things feeling more playful. Definitely. And we want that for everyone. Yeah, we do. We really do. Yeah. Well, on that note, let's um, end the conversation for today. And uh, this has been so great to dive in a little bit deeper. And um, thanks so much, Lacey. <laughs> thanks, Tage. Thanks. And it's been fun. Mm -hmm.
Thanks for joining us for another episode of Alchemy Land, and we hope you enjoyed learning more about our main project, the Taurus Project. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can email us at info at thetaurusproject.org, and we hope to hear from you more soon, and hoping you have more inspiration, creativity, and health in your life.